0: hey y'all hey what's up it's your girl Jamee. welcome back to the blonde miss for podcast if this is your first time tuning in the blonde Misfit podcast is a fashion beauty entrepreneurial lifestyle podcast <laughs> uh hosted by me yours truly where we just talk and just honestly chop it up i mean honestly i i started this podcast in the middle of the pandemic because i wanted to put to the side my fear of podcasting i listen to podcasts religiously which is something that i did not think i was going to do when i first started out but i love podcasts so much and i used to envision if i had a podcast what would i want to talk about and so that is really how tbm podcast started and since then we have grown an amazing community of you all our misfits who tune in week after week and listen to my random musings and ramblings um and i just love y'all so much so if this is your first time make sure that you go on and download the episode make sure maybe you also subscribe wherever you listen we are on spotify we are on google podcast we are on apple podcast we are on all the podcasts okay and if this is not your first time tuning in welcome back you already know, girl, I love when I, uh, you know, y'all pull back up to the scene. Okay, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and also, I, I mean, I didn't tell you this because I would assume that if you came back, you was already doing this. But if you not, get your house in order. Baby, subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. Um, But we can hop into today's episode because I honestly have no Anticipation of this being a long episode, she says every single time, and then somehow I still create a very long episode. But I'm serious, this podcast episode is kind of impromptu. Um, I was thinking about something the other day, and then it prompted some more thoughts that I had. And then I was like, you know what, let me just pull the mic out, let me just talk because this is really on my heart. And um, I know you guys can tell by the title a little bit about what we're about to talk about, but um you know this is not just me talking and you listening on your job or wherever you at if you in the bathroom if you you know sneaked over in the corner listening because you don't want like somebody else to hear first of all you a bad friend tell your friend about the blonde Misfit for podcast all right but do me a big favor if something in this episode resonates with you take a screenshot share it on social on instagram at me. I'm at The Blonde Misfit across almost every single entire social media platform, uh, except for LinkedIn, <laughs> which makes sense, right? Because I mean, my professional name is Jeme. um, But I would love for us to keep the conversation going because this is another conversation that is very near and dear to my heart. So I want to first preface this by saying that all thoughts and opinions are my own. Duh, you guys already know this. I'm not no money expert. I am not claiming to know more than anything else I'm not pulling in stats I'm not pulling in figures I'm just talking from the heart because that is what we do over here but recently I was thinking about this uncomfortable place in my life that I'm in right now so for those of you who do not know uh, we have The Blonde Misfit, which is a full-on, essentially, content marketing agency. We create content for a website, we take on different clients and create content for them. We do brand collaborations, we obviously have a podcast, we do stuff on social. Um, and there's just so many different things. But, and here's the gag, I still have a day job, right? And I always get asked, Jamee, how do you juggle the two? And the reality is, it's hard. Most days, it's hard. Recently, I adopted the four-hour work week. I tried to, at least, for the Blonde Misfit. That didn't work because first night, I worked six hours. Second night, I worked six hours. That, that, that third night, I worked seven. So God is still working on me, okay? So don't judge, all right? If you're judging, uh, God probably is going to work on your edges, okay? We're not going to play this, these games over here. But one of the things that I thought about um, as I am in this wonderful position now where I'm growing and I'm scaling TBM and she is finally becoming that girl that I knew she could be all these years, it is really the access that money allows for business owners and entrepreneurs. And I started thinking about how we are consistently told that we should just do things for the love of it. Everybody always says that if you're doing it to do to make money, you in it for the wrong reasons. If you're starting a YouTube channel because you want to make money, you're not doing it for the right reasons. If you're doing this, if you're doing that, if you're doing this, if you're doing that. And I used to say that, too. Right. When I used to sit on panels, I used to say that it has to really be the love of storytelling or whatever that drives you. And don't get me wrong. I completely still stand by that. If I did not love what I do, I would not do it. I would just clock in and clock out on my day job, and that would be it. There would be no brand. There would be no extra this, no extra that, especially not with the hard time that I have had penetrating the market. But I started thinking about this recently, and I started saying to myself, I wonder if white people are telling themselves the same thing. And now, don't get me wrong, this is not a race war conversation, But it's one that I really want us to introspectively think about, considering a lot of you who listen to the podcast are um, people of color and come from all different types of multicultural backgrounds. We are the only ones or potentially we are the only ones who are telling ourselves that the love that that the desire to want to make money should not be a driving factor in our business. Now, no, you know, the Bible does say the love of money um, is the root of all evil but it doesn't say money is the root it's the love of money which is then what creates greed and this obsession where money is your only and, and your driving factor that commits you to do bad and evil things but what if we instead of saying that money should not drive us we flipped it and said that actually by having money we have access to different things I started thinking about it I want to make money I want my brand to make money. I want my YouTube channel to make money. If you're starting a YouTube now in 2021 just because you just want to show everyone your avocado toast, that's cool and all, but that's probably not the reality of most people. Most people are thinking, if I am going to take the time to actually create engaging content and to build a platform or build a community, I want there to be some level of dividend. Whatever that dividend may be is what it is. But let me tell you this if you are trying to be an influencer, if you're trying to be a person of influence, if you're trying to build a brand, at some point you're going to want somebody to break you off a little bit of something, something. And that is okay. That is completely okay. It is completely fine to want to start a business because you want to make money. It is completely fine to start a, a side hustle because you want uh, your side hustle to pay for all your bills and then your day job is your play money. It is completely fine. And I'm going to tell you why it's completely fine. I have a problem when people say that money doesn't buy happiness because I don't believe that. I absolutely believe money buys happiness. Money doesn't buy joy, but money buys happiness. So what's the difference, Jame? I'm glad you asked. Happiness is predicated on circumstance. You could be up today, down tomorrow. Somebody could take your favorite toy and you upset. Someone could buy you some new jewelry and then you all happy again. Um, that's happiness joy is something that is down deeper on the inside of you and it does not fluctuate based on the circumstances around you. Money can't buy you that. It's the same thing as saying money can't buy you peace. But money can surely buy things that help aid in your peace, okay? Anyone who has <laughs> um I I I'll, I'll give y'all an example. Sometimes y'all know I have two dogs. I love them so much, okay? If I ever thought about me as a parent, this is about as close as possible that I've ever thought of it. Because, I don't know, me with human babies, I don't know, child. God's still working on me about that, too. But I love my dogs. But does that mean that I want to spend every single second of every single day with them? No. Especially with the pandemic and everything like that. Literally, I can get up and go pee. Guess what? It's a whole family affair. So you know what I do? I send them to the babysitter. I certainly do. I even pay an extra $10 each way for him to come to my house and pick them up and then take them back to the little doggy, um, doggy daycare and then drop them off at the end of the day. i be having so much fun. <laughs> I'd be in my house just in out in the floor. I catch up on sleep. I watch movies. I do all of these different things because I finally have bought my time back a little bit, even if it's just a fraction. And I get to do get so many things done. That is the difference, right? Because it's not the money that's actually buying me the peace. It's not the tangible dollar bill or the transaction of it. But that money has now allowed me to afford to do something that now is aiding in my peace. So I'm gonna come back down your block again. When we talk about money not buying happiness, that's that's inaccurate. Because you know what makes me happy? My bills being paid. You know what makes me happy? Lobster, crab legs, anything seafood related. You know what makes me happy? When my hair and my nails look good and my lashes, when I get a cute little outfit. You know what makes me happy? Being able to tithe, giving back to my community. Those are things that make you happy. Does that bring me joy? No. What brings me joy is knowing that I'm walking in divine purpose. What brings me joy is knowing that no matter how hard my circumstances are, that I'm still connecting with you guys. What brings me joy is knowing that no matter what anybody else says, I'm still that girl, okay? That's the validation that man can't give me and man can't take it away. That is joy. But the other stuff, oh, baby, you need money for that. (laughs) You need money for that. And honestly, and here's where where it gets good, right, or bad, depending on how you want to look at this. We have been conditioned, I want to make the argument, that money can't buy happiness. You shouldn't do this for money. You shouldn't do that for money. Because if people really understood the power that money can actually have to better your life in certain ways, I feel like a lot of people just wouldn't take anything. They wouldn't take just anything. They would actually advocate for themselves. So you thinking to yourself, okay, money doesn't buy you happiness and I should just be grateful with what I got. All right, so when your job comes and your job offers you $50,000, you're not going to advocate for seventy, dollars even though you know that that's what you're worth. And even though you know that based upon how much your bills are and your student loans and everything else that you want to do to live comfortably, that that really would be where you need to be. No, you're just going to be humble and you're going to say, I'll take the fifty. Do you think other people of other communities, because look, I don't want to just say white, because if you if you happen to be white and you listen to the podcast, hey, girl, um, I'm not dragging nobody. I'm just saying these are conversations that I think are only happening in certain communities. Do you think other people are having those conversations? Do you think parents are telling their kids, go out and scale and grow your brand and do it for the love of the brand? Don't do it for money no absolutely not and let me tell you guys this and this is really the thought that i had that made me realize we have to change our frame of mind first of all let me tell y'all this when i started having a healthier mental relationship with money not physical now because i'm still not where i want to be as far as financial literacy and, and more importantly um financial I guess empowerment right like I still have my weak spots with that and that that's fine and dandy I know it I'm addressing it I'm working on it but once I started changing my mental around finances and I started believing I am worth every single cent, and I deserve more and however much you want to give me baby I get, I deserve more you brought me a, a, a slice of junior's cheesecake I deserve the whole cheesecake I, I deserve the whole dang factory if we keep it in a stack. Once I started having that mentality shift, y'all would be so surprised. So many opportunities started coming my way. So many money generating opportunities and lucrative opportunities that allowed for me to finally start doing and making the money that I wanted to make just appeared. And it wasn't, it's not no magic. It's nothing that's like, um, It's nothing that is is hocus pocus or anything like that. It's just literally when you change your mindset around money, everything else falls into place. And it is so fascinating to me. Also, if y'all hear a lot of sounds, it's because my dogs are chasing me as I walk around this room. Because look, I'm giving y'all a whole TED talk. I know y'all can't see it, but I promise you it's there. My whole life started to change the minute I started thinking that I finally deserved everything that I was going for. Then all of a sudden, my business started making money. All of a sudden, money started coming out the wazoo. I would look in my purse. Guess what? There's extra money. Because here's the thing about money. And this is what I was going to say earlier. Money buys you options. Options buy you freedom. Therefore, money in many ways, buys you freedom. Okay, Jermaine, you like, girl, hold on now, okay? Look, I said it real slow, so if you was taking notes, you could write that down, okay? But let me say it one more time. Money buys you options, and options buy you freedom. Therefore, in many ways, money buys you freedom. All right, girl, can you give me an example? I certainly can. I've been prepared all day to talk about this. I certainly can. to do a very generic example. Imagine you've been at work all day, whether it's virtually, it's in your house, it's in a coffee shop, or worse, you actually have to go into an office, right? First of all, anyone out there who's actually going to an office, please be safe. Um, you already know all the cases and the information and the variants and everything that they're talking about, please be safe and just take care of yourself. I just want to extend my thoughts to that because I don't play about that. Anywho, so now you've been at work all day maybe you got kids at home maybe you maybe you even just live by yourself whatever now you get home it's 730 eight o'clock but now you're like I need to sit down I need to pour into my business I need to study from for school for my test to my admittance to my admittance test I need to uh, build my social platforms because i'm trying to do this i need to sit down and i need to record the youtube video i need to do this i need to do that but now you're thinking yourself dang i can't do any of that because i gotta figure out something to eat what am i gonna eat and yeah you got food in a crib you know you are blessed and highly favored in that way you got food but you like it's nothing i don't have anything that's gonna be quick and now you're gonna take time out to now dedicate to doing the food or you could say, hold up, bills pay, responsibilities taken care of, I actually can order some food. And now you've bought back your time, because instead of having to spend that time actually cooking, you now can dedicate that time to working on your business, to working on your brand. Money buys you options. When you broke, you can't afford to go out to eat. Look, we all been there. I've been there. You've been there. We all been there. When you don't have money, what's the first thing that gets impacted? Your ability to make choices. Because now you have to work within the confines of what you got. You got to be scrappy. You got to eat whatever's in the fridge. You have to cre- You have to cook. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to take the bus. You can't afford Uber. You got to um, go, you know head down the street to go get a better Wi Fi because you don't have the best Wi Fi in your apartment complex, you got to do these things, right? Money buys you options. And then when you have different options, if you play your cards, right, those options allow you to now have freedom. And when I say freedom, I'm not talking about tangible freedom as in like, we're slaves and not slaves, all that stuff, right? I'm talking about a freedom of time, you get your time back. And it's weird because everybody always says, well, money can't buy you time, but money can help you save time, right? You only get 24 hours out of, in the day. Yes, that's true. You can't buy money. Even You can't buy money. Um, you can't buy time, but you can be more uh, time efficient when you have money. Think about the Beyonce's and the Jays of the world. Y'all know what I hate. I hate when people say you got the same 24 hours as Beyonce. Okay, but do I have Beyonce money though? Because let me tell you this, Beyonce isn't doing all that on her own. Beyonce has a team. Beyonce has a lot of people on her pay staff and Beyonce can hold certain people accountable when things don't get done. When you don't have money, now you bootstrapping. Now you a solopreneur. Now you're trying to do all these things um, by yourself. Now you're trying to be cost effective. You can't afford to pay somebody more. You can't afford to pay them at all. Money allows you to have the freedom to have your time back. And the thing about that, and the reason why I really want to drive this point home, is because when you get your time back, you then get to allocate that time to something else of equal importance. I'll use this as an example. Um... I think I talked about this in the last podcast episode, but I recently uh, got three new interns. One's helping me with content. Um, check out her content on, on TDM. It's really, really amazing. Um, everything is linked in the description box down below. So you can always, always, always look at our social um, channels. But one's helping me out with that one is going to be helping me uh, and then the other two are really helping me with the social media and like social marketing. Because I was getting exhausted trying to do all these things at one time. Now, here's the funny thing. If I was, hypothetically, dedicating two to three hours a day creating content. Now, because somebody else is doing that, now I got two to three hours that I can allocate to something else. So, what can I do with those two to three hours? I can make sure that our media kit looks good. I can sit down and record my YouTube videos. I can make sure that... Um, Any collaborations that we have that we have made sure that we've hit everything that the brand has listed out. I can make sure that our uh, billing team has the right information so that when we send these invoices, in fact, I can work with the billing team to make sure our invoices have been paid. Hello, somebody. Hello to the entrepreneur out there who's ever had to chase down a brand because they don't understand what net 30 or net 45 terms are. Hello. You get your time back. And now somebody else is doing whatever over here and now you can actually do different things in the business that are actually going to help you grow and help you scale. It is so fascinating to me because I think that for the longest time I've known that my life would change essentially or could change once I was able to start building a team. That is why they always say you are as good as your team, because when your team is out here and and really operating in, um, I wanted to say their zone of genius, but maybe not even necessarily, at least their zone of I'm good at this. Right. (laughs) When everybody else around you is doing that now, you you don't have to stress about trying to tackle all of these different touch points or these pain points. Now you can focus on the things that you need that that's going to help you grow and scale um, and build longevity. Now, don't get me wrong, and I want to say this because I don't want anyone out there feeling some type of way, thinking that um, I'm judging you or I'm saying anything about this. If you don't have money, I'm not saying that at all, sis. What I'm saying is this: don't settle for less because you think that that's all you can get. If you out here and you getting and you and you're getting your money, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna start my job hunt again. Don't look at jobs and think, oh, I I can't ask for this amount of money or I can't do this or I can't do that or worse. And I know because I've been here before thinking that the name of the brand or the name of the company or whatever is so prestigious that you're willing to compromise on the money aspect of it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Start thinking that you deserve everything that you have. And that you deserve everything that's coming to you. Start changing your conversation and your narrative around money. Stop saying that money doesn't buy you happiness. Say, no, money buys my time back. Money allows me to grow and scale. Money allows me to pour back into the things that pour into me. Money allows me to invest in my child's future. Money allows me to invest in my brand. Money allows me to be able to do things that i've only dreamed of but now i can do bring into fruition all right hello somebody and look even if you want to get a little cocky with it you can certainly do that too you can say well look money makes me cute money makes sure that i am the flyest girl up in the up in the party money makes sure that when it's time for a wax baby i can get in (laughs) okay money is gonna make sure my nails look cute Money is going to make sure my belly is fed because God knows I am expensive. I am very much so a high maintenance woman and I do not care. You know why? Because one, I'm good for it. Two, I'm never going to ask anyone to do what I can't do for myself. And then three, most importantly, I work hard for my money. So if you're going to show up and if you're going to work hard and if you're going to slave for it and if you are gonna dedicate all this time and energy and all this, this, that, and the third, why not get your bag? The reality is someone is out there hoping that you don't see your own monetary worth so they can continue to capitalize off the fact that you're not advocating for yourself. It ain't me. It certainly isn't me. And I'll say this last thing and then I'm gonna go because I told y'all I was gonna keep it quick. (laughs) But look, if you still if you still listening and all that stuff, make sure again that you screenshot the podcast episode you share us on social any of the gems that I done dropped if you liked it you was like yes girl let me tell you like share it with me because I want to know I want to make sure that I'm not the only one out here thinking this but a few years ago I'm not gonna say how many years I'm not gonna say what brands or anything like that because I do still believe in you know keeping it classy but I used to make there was one outlet that I was writing for. It was a big, it's a big name outlet. If I said the name, y'all would know exactly what who what this brand is or who this brand is. And I was getting paid $20 a post. Now, to some people, they might be like, all right, cool. Like, you know, $20, that's cool. That can do a lot for you, X, Y, and Z. Um, and the thing about me is I'm a pretty fast writer. So once I've made it up in my mind what I'm going to say and I actually know my beginning and my middle and my end depending on the story I can crank out a story very easily it was one of my uh my amazing talents in school in college when I used to bs and then like two days before uh, a paper was due I could crank out a 15 page paper in a couple days okay I do have a skill and a talent in that it's a muscle right but if I had told myself that I had to be comfortable. And just stay happy with that $20. There would have come a point where I would have just plateaued. And I would have said, nah, I'm I'm not going to try to advocate for more. Or better yet, I'm not even going to ask the question. Anyone who's a freelancer, anyone who's a journalist, especially in media, we already all know. We are bound by secrecy. Nobody ever wants to know how much I got paid for this or how much I got paid for that. And I can understand why in some ways, because your rate is based upon so many different factors. It's not as simple as how many words you're going to write or the topic or even the outlet. There's so many different factors that go into that. But if you think that that what you have is all that you are worth, you will never ask the questions. And you know what I did? I started asking questions. I started hitting up other writers. I used to ask them how much would you how much uh, would you charge for a story like this? How much would you charge for a story like that? And you know what I came to find out and I know you already knew the answer to this. I was grossly underpaid. The same stories that I was right now here for $20. I could have taken to another outlet and I could have gotten at least 75. And so that's what I did. I went to other outlets. And then another outlet, again, not naming names, I started writing for same or similar content, was making $75 to $125 a post. Bam, now I'm out here thinking I got money. I'm like, yeah, y'all gotta talk to me nice. Don't talk to me at all, baby. I got got the bread, okay? And then you know what happened? I started asking more questions. I started wondering, is this all I can make? I can't, this certainly can't be it. Because you got people out here living off of being a freelancer. I'm not talking about having a full nine to five and then freelancing. I'm talking about people who just freelancing. That's the money that they got. And you're telling me that they can do all that off of a $75 story. no, 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 no. I started asking more questions and then better yet. I started believing that I was worth that money. I ain't gonna go through all of the different stages because honestly, I don't even know. I don't even know how many different stages or iterations there have been. But let me just say this. Nowadays, I have have been able to advocate upwards of $1,500 for a story, for one story. Imagine that. Whereas I was writing posts and stories for $20 a few years ago, I could write two stories Depending on the outlet, depending on the semantics. Yeah, 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 I get it, right? And that could be my whole rent and my bills. But none of that would have happened if I didn't first make it up in my mind that I was worth it. The Blonde Misfit wouldn't have made a single cent if I thought, you know what, I'm just so happy that people read my site. I'm just so happy that I get to speak on these panels. I'm just so happy that I get to be in the room. I used to be that way until I realized all of that stuff is cute and all, but none of that stuff actually is going to stop all of the other BS that you got to go through. Guess what, baby? (laughs) When you file file taxes, your business, IRS is only going to give you a a certain amount of years for you not to make money or for you to claim it as a loss before they be like, all right, look, this might just be a hobby. (laughs) This may not actually be a, 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 a business you start realizing, dang, I still got to deal with haters. I still got to deal with uh figuring things out. I still got to deal with I still got to deal with brands trying to play me. I still got to deal with this, I still got to deal with that. And you're going to do all that for free? At least make it worth your while and, and come up off a bag if you got to deal with BS. And when I started changing my mind around it, I started thinking, "Well, why can't I make money? Why can't I make six figures?" Why can't I have money in the bank? Shorty, what you drink? Why can't I do whatever it is that I want to do? If I want to go out here tomorrow and I want to buy a Louis bag, why can't I do that? Why why do I feel like I can't deserve like I don't deserve that? So, I'm only using these examples because obviously they're examples that are applicable to me because, you know, fashion and beauty girl over here. But I hope you guys get the drift. You have to Ask yourself the questions and be willing to put yourself out there to learn. But more importantly, you just got to know that you're worth it. You got to understand that you that there is a whole lot of money. Who is it? Is it Bia? Bia something? I don't know, child. Whatever her name is, but she got a song right. And I'll be feeling myself. I'm a city girl when that song come on. Because it, the first line, and I'm so sorry if you like a child or something, close your ears. But she's like, there's a whole lot of money in this motherfucker. Do y'all understand? There's a whole lot of money up in here. There's a whole lot of money to be made. And it doesn't have to just be for the celebrities or for the Instagram stars or for the athletes. You deserve it. You deserve your own bag. You deserve the money. Because remember, money buys you options and options buy you freedom. And whatever you wanna do with that freedom is up to you. But stop going around here telling people that money doesn't buy happiness. Stop going around here telling people that they shouldn't wanna start something for the money. If they wanna if they want to do it, cool. What you gonna say? Oh my God, I can't believe that you started this drop shipping uh, company and you making $25,000 a month. I can't believe it. You're not supposed to do it for the money. No, you're going to be like, sis, cut me off some money. Show me. How do I do that? Stop. Whatever somebody's, um, you know, initiative is, let them do it. But let me tell you this. You deserve whatever. And you have to first make the decision that you're worth it. I'm at a point now in my life where I'm feeling that stretch to just ask God for even more. I'm like, you know what, God? I'm not comfortable with this. I want more. I want to grow. I want to scale. I want more. And I'm not selfish for asking that. I'm not selfish for putting it out there and I'm not selfish when I'm not cocky for carrying myself like I already got it before I do. Because the reality is I have to attract the energy that I want. I have to carry that energy first and that energy attracts like minded energy. So you want six figures start carrying yourself like you make six figures dress like you make six figures. That doesn't mean go out by designer that means dress the part. Create the habit, show up for the business, put in the work. And once you start making money reinvest it back in yourself so that you can continue to do that. So this was a very different podcast episode, I think, than normal. First of all, I'm still literally standing in the middle of my floor because I always like to do my podcast episodes and practice like they're TED Talks because one day y'all will see me on the TED Talk stage, okay? And I'm going to look cute and y'all going to be there because we're going to do this. But I really hope you guys like this episode. I'm doing this because, again, I'm ministering to myself, but I'm also ministering to you guys all of my beautiful queens and kings out there stop selling yourself short stop robbing yourself of the good things and stop robbing yourself of opportunities to allow you to enjoy life the way you want to enjoy it ask for it back it up and then put it in that work period so yeah if you like this episode, you already know what to do. Make sure that you are subscribed to the Blonde Misfit Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Share this podcast with a friend, a family member, somebody else who you need them to get their edges dragged because they also are out here playing too small. We want to make sure everybody is out here and getting ready with that Misfit game. Make sure you check us out on social media. We are literally at the Blonde Misfit across social. Um, I would love to connect with you guys. Hit me up. Um, and then also definitely check out theblindmisfit.com because that is where we create content and yeah I will see you all in my next episode next week stay blessed stay beautiful stay black but only if you're black but most importantly you already know stay a misfit